When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, back for the new year. Welcome to the first AGR of 2022. This is the AGR for game 30 against the Florida Panthers. Final score, Stars win tonight in a very unstars-like game. Six to five in a shootout. And uh, lots of things to talk about in this game, guys. Uh, first off, uh, how are you guys doing? Hey, James. Hey, Chris. Hey, I'm doing great. Lovely. Yeah. GG, boys. Yeah, GG boys. And so with this game, this is a three-game winning streak spanning 23 days. Uh, insane. Uh, the Stars, you know, having... That, that's what we should say, 23-day winning streak. <laughs> that's much better. Three-game three winning streak, right? Well, anyways, guys, uh, before we get into this, we obviously should mention the obvious and the fact that after the, the COVID break, uh, you know, pause for the entire NHL, the Stars was just a little bit longer. Everybody else came back on the 28th and started to play. And then the Stars started testing positive and also having players entering COVID protocol. So at the end of the day, I, I believe every major player on the Stars who has played at least one game for the Stars this season entered COVID protocol. So uh, looking at this game, what were your expectations going into this game? Because, it, I mean, it could have been all over the place if you're a Stars fan. I expected to lose. I expected to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're, look, you're looking at the the Panthers who scored 24 goals in their last three games. Yeah, that's a lot. Or 20 goal. goals in their last three games. It, and they kept doing it. Like, they, yeah. they scored a bunch. Uh, fortunately for us, though, their defense was awful. And then we did the exact same thing. <laughs> Our defense was, this is the worst defensive game I think we've played all year. And we won. Which is so. <laughs> to be expected, considering the considering everything that happened. I'm sure we were going to be a step slow. Um, I kind of expected this. I didn't expect a high-scoring game like this. I guess I could have seen it coming since it was the Florida Panthers, but I did not expect the Stars to respond that way, which was kind of nice uh, to score some goals. And we'll get into the whole second-line uh, discussion here in a little bit. But uh, one of the big things I did want to talk about, though, is the fact that you know, this this is one of the longest stretches during the season where the Stars have had, you know, no games. Most of the time in the past, it's been because of, you know, Olympic breaks and people going and going over to the Olympics and it pauses for two and a half weeks. But this has been the longest break for Stars uh, in their history uh, between games. So um, what was one of the biggest things out of your takeaway tonight, you know, given all the circumstances? I was just happy that Hockey was back. What 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 were your what are y'all's thoughts? 
Yeah, I was pretty much just happy, happy hockey was back too. Um, but as far as the play goes, I mean, it, it took us a while to actually start actually playing in the game. <laughs> like the first 10 minutes, it just looked yeah. like we were skating around. <laughs> like it didn't even look like we were playing hockey at all. Yeah, and I, I think my biggest takeaway for this game in particular is the evolution of the game and how it happened. In the first period, it was obvious we were a step behind. And, you know, uh, the Panthers were in their sixth game after their shutdown and everything. And we were in our first, and it was very obvious that, you know, they were, you know, much, much more on top of their game than we were uh, with their skating and everything. But, you know, somehow the Stars managed to find a way to win this game. And I think that was the most important thing. And it's great because we're going into a section of time where we have three games in four days right off the bat after two weeks off. So this is a great thing, despite the fact that I don't think we deserve to win this game. Honestly, we should not have won this game. And uh, there were there were lots of different uh, reasons why I would go into this. But uh, what was your biggest takeaway out of tonight's game, James? Anything in particular that jumped out to you? I mean, nothing in particular besides like we were kind of looking at the the basically the focus of tonight was can the second line do the same thing they did against the wild? So that's kind of two weeks apart. Yeah, two weeks apart. It was like, <laughs> what, what, was that are they going to be able to get back to that that easily or what? But yeah, and that, and that's the story of the game is the guys who we need to score to play well, especially on the road. They they did it again tonight, just like they did two and a half weeks ago. So hopefully that means that that's a legit thing and that those guys are actually getting going and where we really need it is on the road. It's nice to see it tonight just to validate it again, right. but we need it on the road more more than anything. And it's also nice to know that when the Stars score four or more goals, they typically win. They're now 10-1 and one when they score four or more goals in a game. So It's unbelievable that we've lost one. Yeah, I know, right? Honestly. I think what, what that was the – was that the Minnesota Wild game? I have no idea. I forget how many goals we scored. I think that was the. Oh, it I can't might have been. I think it was seven four days. No, no, no. It was the Vegas game. The Vegas game, right? Oh, uh, you're right. That was the Vegas game, right? When we scored three power play goals and lost the game. Okay. Anyways, guys, let's just go ahead and get into just the goal summary and uh, just a quick rundown of what happened in each period. Um, in the first period, what was y'all's biggest takeaways out of the first period before we talk about the goals? We got lucky. We <laughs> that is 100 percent what yeah. I would say. There, I there was there was no reason it should have been one to one, but I was very happy it was. <laughs> yeah, the the thing I I I, I was watching with uh, Dad and Cooper and Travis. The thing I said is that the Panthers are going to be very upset next period because they <laughs> they they had twenty they had double our shots on goal and it was one one going into the second. I would love to see Owen Newkirk's uh, quality scoring chances in that first period because I'm sure they double, maybe even tripled us up. Nope. On and... natural on natural stat trick, we got ten scoring chances. Nope. Here, missed it. Six scoring chances for for us, and then ten against. In the first so, period. In the first period, yeah. Really? Okay. So, so right, well, almost better than double. I expected. Still, that's that's way better not, than I expected. Not super high, yeah. Yeah, but. Anyways, uh, throughout the period, it, it was, uh, I mean, we already kind of talked about it. It was real obvious that the Stars were way behind skating-wise. It was obvious there were some rust in their game. And, uh, you know, Alexander Barkov gets us started off uh, with a goal from Jonathan Huberdeau and Aaron Ekblad. It was a power play goal. So it's to be expected. Stars are down one to nothing real early in the game. 
Yeah, and the, the penalty kill sucked there. Mm-hmm. Like, they talked about it on the broadcast. We gave up the one shot that you're not allowed to give up on the power play. And they did so. that several times tonight, too. Yeah. Not just not just on that power play, but... Um, uh, the game would continue on, and then um, Michael Roffel gets a really, really beautiful tip uh, from John Kleinberg and Roddick Foxa. That's his fourth of the year. And, you know, he's, like I said, he's taking the place of Jason Dickinson for me. He's one of my favorite Dallas stars, just with the way he does stuff. And before the goal started going in, he was one of the more noticeable players for me. Um, What did y'all think of that goal tonight? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't score very often, but when he does, sheesh, they are nice, dude. Most of the past two, I think, have been good deflections like that, kind of like in the highest slot. So very nice deflection. That was sweet. And one of the other things coming out of this first period is the play of Braden Holtby. He was, you know, bar none, the best player for the Dallas Stars in that first period. And there is no way that if you look at the stats and you look at the goals for this first period that you could look at it and say, you know, this was an even game. Um, If you actually watched the period, you'd be like, holy crap, we're lucky. The Stars are lucky that it's tied one-to-one. And, you know, that made me feel good in the fact that, you know, you know, it's been two weeks. We're playing a really good team. It's one of the best teams in the NHL. And we're tied after the first period in, in, a, in a period where we got outplayed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, after the first period, you feel like maybe they can get their act together after not not uh, not playing for so long. And it they, they, they did that on offense. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, going into the first intermission, it is tied one to one by a goal from Alexander Barkov for the Florida Panthers and then Raffle for the Stars. And, uh, you know, going into the second period, you know, nothing but high hopes. You know, maybe we can pull away with this game. Maybe. I was still expecting us to lose at this point. Uh, but then right into the first 18 seconds of the period, Alexander Barkov on shorthanded gets a, another goal from Aaron Ekblad and Anton L- Lundell. Not Lindell, but Lundell. And, uh, I mean, Mara Haskinen got beat on that goal. Yeah. Th- th- yeah. That's really all there is to say about it. Like, it was it was an amazing play by Barkov. He stick-handled around everyone. It was a good shot. That's what I thought. But, I mean, also, you, you got to give some of that on Holby, too, though. I mean, what's, what's he doing? That's kind of a real lazy poke check, leg stick out, whatever he did, and then left him a yawning cage. Like, that was pr- pretty soft play. I still think it's mostly on Miro there because I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I guess mean. mostly because you don't see that very often. And again, this is probably back to the whole rust thing. The stars still kind of had some rust and they got better as the game went along and Miro got a lot better as the game went along. But uh, that was one play where it was obvious to see that the stars were behind uh, the Panthers in that regard. Yeah, so it's it very, very icky, very icky. Agreed. Um, the game would continue on, and about a minute and a half later, Dennis Garyanov gets a goal from Jamie Benn and Mira Haskin, and it was really Jamie Benn's goal. It probably shouldn't have even gone in, but who cares? It's 2-2, two to two, and Dennis Garyanov is able to put it in the back end of the net with like six inches from the goal line. Well, it was from a good power play with lots of s- sustained pressure. That and, is true. I mean, that is they true. were just crashing the net, doing what they had to do. I mean, I thought it was a good scrappy power play goal. Ryan kind of discredits a little bit of Gurionov's work down in the bottom, yeah, saying that it's been saying, it, that would have get that would have been knocked out of the way had Gurry not been there. So I'm giving that one all the way to Gurry. 
Continues on in the second period. Patrick Hornquist gets his seventh of the year from Gustav Forsling and Radek Gudis. Radek Gudis had a really bad game uh, for the Florida Panthers. Uh, but at that point, he gets an assist, and it puts Florida back up for the third time in the game uh, by one goal, and it's 3-2 Florida with about you know four minutes into the second period. Yeah. Not good. I mean, I, I think it was another, I think it was a pretty soft goal again, given up by Holtby. I, I mean, I don't think so. I, I it was honestly deflected, thought but the puck went through his body. I mean, it was a tip. It, it was a it good was, tip. It and it was tip, just over his, over his pad. If, if he's positioned correctly, it doesn't go in. That's, that's all it is. I mean, he's got to close himself up, make himself big, whatever. I don't know. If Andre was in that same position, it doesn't go in. Nah, yeah, but so. that, that, that kind of goes back to like our whole point that when Holtby's in net, they're gonna go for deflections in front of the net. Yep. That's just that's just how it works. However, I'm gonna, uh, I'll blame him for it. Yeah, I, I won't <laughs> blame him. I won't blame him. <laughs> the the shot itself from Forsling was not a good shot, but I think the deflection by Hornquist was a good goal. So that's what I think. But doesn't matter what I think. Anyways, uh, Stars would tie it about 10 minutes later from Jason Robertson. He gets his 11th of the year from Klingberg and Pavelski. I mean, there's not much to say about that goal either. It was kind of another lucky, lucky goal bounce. for the Stars. And well, and it was... It, go ahead, go ahead. It's a lucky bounce, but Robertson had a great offensive night all night long. Yeah. So it was fully deserved. He was applying so much pressure just individually that he, he deserved something like that to go in. So And it was from a great shift as well, too, so... And, and, and just, if he if it wasn't deflected by the defenseman, then Hintz would have deflected it. In, or, or Pavelski. Or Pavelski. They were <laughs> both Pavelski. there. Yeah, they, so but it was a great shot selection and lots of good traffic in front. It, just something I wanted to point out. This was the second goal that we won right off of a faceoff. So we got two goals from faceoffs tonight, which was really great. And, uh, the, and I mean, it always goes back to say, you know, if you don't have any kind of play or anything like that, just throw it at the net. You know, you never know what, what could happen. And in that case, you know, uh, Robertson got a favorable bounce and it went in. So, and that's exactly what the Stars needed. And uh, that put the Stars up, or it's tied the game again for the third time, three to three. Um, and then obviously feeling a lot of momentum and they threw that second line out there. And that second line was, as we've already talked about tonight, been really good. And it was an absolutely amazing pass. Great goal by uh, Tyler Sagan. He gets his ninth of the year. That's two games in a row spanned by two and a half weeks where he gets a Tyler Sagan-esque goal, not just a bounce off the butt or whatever. And at that point, I was really excited. I was feeling the momentum. I'm like, okay, it is four to three. And that was like the first time I felt like, yeah. okay, we could have a chance to win this game. Yeah, I punched the crap out of my cat. It was great. It was so <laughs> exciting. Yeah, this goal um, had bigger implication for me. It really, it with that goal, it kind of felt that Sagan kind of has a lot of his <coughs> mojo back with that one because that's his second second goal in back to back games that actually goes off his stick and in the net. So, well, yeah. and that second line for the Stars was absolutely excellent tonight. Whether it was on the uh, power play or whether it was five on five. And uh, we saw that multiple times tonight that they were able to provide offense in a way that we haven't had uh, most of the season for the Stars. So hopefully this uh, this trio keeps keeps it up because each yeah. one of them showed up on the score sheet tonight. 
and we've talked about it already, but the the uh, the way that we're going to get consistent, which we haven't really been inconsistent. We've been good on the road. We've been good at home and bad on the road. That's pretty consistent. But the way to get good on the road again is to get the depth scoring. We talked about we're getting shut down on the road because our top line, which is the only line that's been scoring recently, can get the checking line put out against them every time they go on the ice because the home team has the last change. So if you have two good lines going, checking line can't play against both of those lines. So if we get that second line going, we, we can maybe start winning some road games finally, and that will make our record look more consistent. Well, and how about Denis Garyanov all of a sudden becoming a, a disher of pucks? Yeah. He's, you know, everyone thinks of him as a sniper, and all of a sudden he's getting all these assists. But Dude, I was begging him to shoot more all night long. <laughs> There's so I many know. chances for him. Like, he played great. He was really good offensively. His feet were moving so fast. He was skating oh, yeah. all over the place. But I was just begging him to shoot so many times tonight. Like, he's got to be more selfish with the puck because he's, a, you're right. He, he's, he's a, he's a he's truly scorer. a sniper. He's truly he's a goal a scorer. And he should keep doing that <laughs> but i mean he did great tonight with the assists so we'll, well take and it. it's it's funny that you say that because the dallas stars really legitimately just tweeted a gurry good night so yeah. funny that that lined up that way yeah and but, gurry, gurry on the post game press conference uh they they asked him what, what did you change uh that has caused your recent success and he played just, with the two he, guys that he's on the way with. No, no no he had a really eloquent statement he said i don't know <laughs> yeah that so. sounds right <laughs> that sounds right hey whatever yeah. you're doing keep doing it <laughs> i don't but know that's what i'm doing he doesn't know what he's doing okay he then, no then don't, just keep going and not knowing what you're doing and, and maybe it'll work out for you to me what it looks like know. he's been doing is that he, he really is skating a whole lot faster than he was at the beginning of the season like that's he, what i think it is yeah and, and he he beat out uh, uh icing er earlier in the game to get offensive pressure in the zone and we'll see that'll come in later as well with the the last goal that we scored. But he 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 really just looks way faster. Well, uh, anyways, so riding that high, stars are up for the first time in the game. They've been trailing most of the time or tied. Stars are up four to three for the first time. Um, and then it looks like you know going into the second intermission that the stars are going to be able to have a one goal lead. Uh, but Mackenzie Weger says otherwise, and it's his second goal of the year from Loose to Nine and try and say that five times fast and Hornquist. And I don't know how I feel about that goal. Was that a goal that was on Holtby, or he just literally couldn't see it, or was it a good shot? Was it a lucky shot? What do y'all think? Because I, I couldn't put my I couldn't put my finger on it. What how I felt about that? I mean, I thought all three of these goals weren't great goals, <laughs> personally. And part of that is due to Holtby just being smaller, I think. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like his six as much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tiny guy. This is I stupid. Mean, he, he's <laughs> an ant out there. Anyway, the, the biggest problem was just the turnovers. There were so many turnovers in the second period. So, yeah, we could blame Holtby a little bit and say, oh, he could have, should have had that one. But the turnover sucked. I mean, the defense was awful. The exits were terrible. That's what it was. <laughs> Particularly just exiting your our own zone tonight. Yeah, it was impossible. Right. Hey, hockey fans, this is Ryan here. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that will make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. 
The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to light the lamp eventually. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And just pulling a comment up from uh, Brandon on uh, YouTube there. He said, this game felt like both defenses were out of whack tonight, or is that just me? No, uh, no, it's not just you, man. <laughs> I think so everybody that, that was a big thing on both teams. It was just turnovers all over the place. But but uh, the Panthers' defense was how it always was. <laughs> right, that, Maybe, that yeah. is true. <laughs> well, I mean, the, well, it's it's funny that you say that because that legitimately is how they play, they just, and they, they outscore, outscore their problems. problems. Right, and uh, it with the Stars tonight, it's just the fact that they're a step behind. They haven't played in over two weeks, and they're not up to game shape. Um, so. It, in a way, it was a lot of fun to watch this kind of game. We don't normally oh, see this kind of game. Fun. It was great. So I loved it. I loved it. Even if we had lost the game, I I would have enjoyed this game so much. But I anyways. <laughs> Too emotionally like, invested, James. I was very emotionally invested in this game. That, that's why like every once in a while I have to go and watch just any other team play just on a random night just because it makes me feel better because I like to watch hockey. And it's so much more fun to watch hockey when you're not as emotionally invested in it. Yes. So, anyways, going into the second intermission, tied four to four, this really felt like again, even though that we did not have the momentum on our side, that this was still a game that we could possibly steal and or maybe even get a point out of in a game that we probably didn't deserve to, or you know weren't expected to even get close just because of all the circumstances of COVID and all this other stuff that was going on. But anyways, thank you, Mr. Sergey Bobrovsky. If you are a goaltender, tend the goal. Um, he turns the puck over. Um, Dennis Garyanov gets it. He dishes it out again to Jamie Benn. Jamie Benn puts it in the back of the net for his ninth of the year. Stars are up 5-4, to four, and at that point, I, I just about flipped out. Yeah. And th- this was this is what I was talking about earlier with Gurry's speed. Uh, Bobrovsky sees Gurry speeding down the ice. He knows he's going to win the puck, so he comes out to play it. Honestly, it's not that bad of I- an idea because it happened earlier in the game and Gurry got it. But he, he just gold- – goaltenders don't know how to play with the puck apparently. Yeah, It, it was a bad play by Bobrovsky, no question about it, but Gurry definitely forced it. And then once he got the puck, he made a great play to get it out to Jamie to score the score the puck. So, yeah, it was it was a mistake, but it was also a good play by Gary. So, and cool mo- moment of the night, our uh, our tweet where I put if you're a goaltender, ten the goal was quote tweeted by Steve Dangle himself. So that was just kind of cool, anyways. But going into the rest of that period, it it you could see the stars were starting to play more of their game in that third period. You were noticing a little bit more forward checking, just like. 
You were seeing some of the forechecking from the Florida Panthers. They were answering that a little bit more. They are a little bit more physical. Uh, their defense was a little bit better. It wasn't great, but it was good enough, and it was better. And uh, it, it was really nice to see. And then the Panthers pulled their goalie. And then the Panthers <laughs> pulled their goalie, <laughs> yeah. and we can't win a face-off in our own yeah. zone to save our freaking life, even though we were at that point over 60% winning and, face-offs. And it's not even just that. It's just every time it's six on five, whether we have the whether we're six on five or the other team has the six on five, we're terrible. We are the worst <laughs> six on five team in the NHL, without a doubt in my mind. I mean, I I think honestly, Arizona would beat us because oh, it is terrible. <laughs> that's bad. Because I fully expected us to get scored on once they pulled the goalie. Yep. They pulled well, the goalie. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, it's yeah, gonna be we, a fun we, overtime. So yeah, was, we, and we were yeah we were all talking about it you know right before we got on screen here that the fact the first that, thing the first thing that was said was did y'all did y'all expect that them to score did y'all not expect them to score another goal yeah and we all expected them to score another goal we were it all felt, like it yes. felt very obvious I was given a glimmer of hope whenever Holby made that save goodness oh and then it was goodness, immediately yes. dashed I know and and you know nobody's going to remember that just because of the fact that a goal went in and that's really sad because that was an amazing save yeah. and I'll, and i'll be the first to get to the real negative nancy here but the coaches have to do something about the 6 on 5 it is awful all season long it's been awful and something's got to change with it i mean it's going to end up costing us something big if we go into big games with not being able to do it at all like it mm-hmm. doesn't even it's not like it's bad it's like we don't know what we're doing is what it looks like. It looks like it's I, I think you can no I, idea. I agree with you. I think you can give them a pass for today because of the fact they haven't played in two and a half weeks. I would, but I think but the pass does not every exist. Every single time this way, <laughs> like that pass does not exist. Time it's looked the exact same. So, and, and again, I'm not going to disagree with you. And I think the answer to it is just a lack of practice, uh, aggressiveness. Practice. I, I think is just practice it. I mean, it's practice, <laughs> but it. The thing that bothers me is that they seem to be waiting around for the other team to do something, and that allows the team to do whatever the heck they want. So it, I really think that the, the word of the day for six on five is aggressiveness. So a little bit of aggressiveness. All you have to do is take the puck and then just take a few shots, you know, 200 feet the other direction. We're not going to get every single one. I know that. And, but, and win big face-offs. <laughs> and win big face-offs, which we normally do. We didn't in the last two minutes. Or in the in overtime, but whatever, we still won the game. We won the game. It's so We're anyway, good. that Calm that down, goal. James. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my bad. Anyways, that that goal is from Jonathan Huberdo, his twelfth of the year from Eggblad and Barkoff. So it's all the big guys for Florida on the score sheet tonight. Now here's a uh, a surprising twist in tonight's game. If I remember correctly, after going through all the goals. How many of you would have believed that there would be 10 goals in the game and not one of them would have Rope Hintz's name on it? Not one of them on the score sheet at all. He's not once on the score sheet tonight, which could be seen as a you know a negative thing or a positive thing. Negative thing, you know, our, our best offensive weapon is, you know, not producing like he we hope he could. But the positive thing is that the fact that we scored five goals and he's not one of the five. So we're getting secondary scoring like we've talked about. 
And and it wasn't like he wasn't getting his chances. He still had two good breakaway chances with great passes and on them. Dude, the we saw his speed tonight. Were- <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome to see him do that. But yeah. I mean, if we can score that many goals without him, we're gonna win that many more games. So yeah, he still played well. His line still scored. It, not an issue, right? I agree. Um, and then we go into so because of that goal, the stars uh, go into overtime for I believe the sixth time this season, and uh, they're four and one in overtime when that when that happens. So they've won four times, lost once, and uh, you know that's that was one of the funnest overtimes I think I've ever watched, whether it be stars hockey or any hockey. Uh, you know, this season that was, I mean, it was scary. (laughs) It was very scary, but it was so much fun to watch. And I really thought that when Barkov got his opportunity to put that (laughs) third goal in, I was like, okay, that's it. We're done. Like, you literally just got story booked into into it. Right. Exactly. And then, and then, and then Holtby said, no, he got enough of it or your bar or Barkov missed it or something like that. No, he got a blocker on it. He, he went all the way across and made a blocker save. It was sweet. So, but yeah, just go watch the overtime and I'll say it again. Three on three overtime is the greatest invention since sliced bread. It's fantastic. It is so much more fun than four on four. I remember four on four being so boring. It sucked. Yeah. This is so much better. It's great. Yep, and they need to keep it this way for a while. So, um, anyways, uh, nothing in overtime happens. There's lots of chances both ways. Uh, obviously, we mentioned the Barkoff chance uh, on Holtby, uh, but uh, oh shoot, who was it? Was it Tyler Sag? No, Jamie Ben had the last uh, the last second opportunity uh, to put so, it. So, no, Klingberg, Klingberg, excuse me, <laughs> Klingberg had it. Sorry, like I said, I, I couldn't remember. Klingberg had the last uh, opportunity and hits the outside of the post. And you know what? You know, we get one post tonight, but the Panthers hit three. So, you know, that's retribution for that. It's um, it the goes... Panthers are so bad. Yes, you know, they're totally the bad. Are you kidding can't me? Even get the... and gee, that sounds really familiar. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it... <laughs> right. James, you want to bring up your stat again? No. Yeah. No, bad stat. Bad stat. Okay. Um, Anyways, it goes into a shootout. Pavelski and Robertson uh, score for the Stars. Both goals are five-hole goals. Uh, Huberdeau and Lundell for the the Panthers. One misses. The other is a brilliant save by Holtby, who did not bite on what uh, Huberdeau was trying to do. And uh, the Stars win the shootout. They get the two points. It was six to five. Uh, it's a game we probably didn't deserve to win, but guys, it's a game we win. I don't buy or didn't deserve to win. I think we deserve to win. I think our defense sucked. That is completely and totally true. The Florida defense sucked too. So, in <laughs> <laughs> our offense was just as good as Florida's. It, it really was. I mean, I'm looking that was at weird. crazy. That's weird. Uh, on natural stat trick, you see uh, the thing that we like to look at a lot is the scoring chances. Scoring chances for the Stars, 18. Scoring chances against the Stars, 19. I mean, it's neck and neck there. It's pretty much equal. I thought we matched Florida. Okay, I'm not going to say we played good. We matched Florida, and we beat them. It's good to see us score points because, of course, that's the thing we suck at. We need to do it. And overall, it's good to be back in hockey. It's good to get the win. We need the win. We need points. And it's good to 
score more. Scoring more is always good. We will always be happy with it. Screw defense. Score more, please. <laughs> Screw defense. <laughs> just, just one thing I wanted to point out. Florida now has 29 goals in their last five games. That's insane. That's almost yeah. six goals a game. That's pretty good. Yeah. And they lost this one. And they lost. <laughs> they scored five goals and lost. That's Man. bad. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to point out tonight is, uh, all the players that had multi-point nights tonight. And it was the guys that you want to see more out of. And the three guys that I'm mentioning, John Klingberg, Jamie Ben, and, uh, Dennis Garyanov. So if those three guys can continue to do what they, they did tonight and what we saw that second line do the past three, four ish games, however they long they've been together. I feel really good about our chances if that hinge line continues. Road games. <laughs> yes. That's the goal right now. Figure yeah. out how to win on the road. This game is a perfect example of how to do it. And we were at home. And we were at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and you know, another interesting thing tonight as well in the fact that it, it looks like that Harley is in the top six for a, a decent amount of time now. This is his fourth or fifth game in a row. And bonus actually scratched two veterans in favor of uh, the young Thomas Harley. So both Sekera and Hanley are, are scratched. So could that be something that Harley is doing well? Or maybe it's just the fact that, you know, they expected more offense tonight. So he wanted another offensive defenseman in the back. What, what do y'all think? I have no idea because <laughs> they, they, they play him. But then they don't play him. I mean, he only yeah. had ten minutes of ice time. Well, I, I like that, and that's more than usual. <laughs> Normally, yeah. he gets like eight. Like, what's the point? Like, Sekiro always plays hard. at least twelve. Yeah, I don't know was, what the point is. Tonight was kind of hard for him. It looked like looked like he had a really rough night, which was no, normally I think he does fine. But I, it, it he looked really bad off in the first period. He, I think he played five minutes in the first period, so half of his game time. Was all in the first, so yeah. But I, I don't get it. Like, let's just play sec. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what let's to tell you guys it. on that one. Six. Um, a couple more things I wanted to pull out. Um, even though Kleinberg did have a two assist uh, night tonight, uh, on the defensive side, I was a little frustrated with him and the fact that he had. A, there's at least three turnovers I can think of uh, off the top of my head, and I know one of them for sure led to a goal. So I would love to see Klingberg, you know, be a little bit smarter with the puck defensively. But again, he made up for it in the fact that he had two assists tonight and he was a part of the offense the other way. Uh, what did y'all think about one. Klingberg tonight? I don't think he had one that led to a goal because he finished yeah. with a plus two. I mean, if you want to talk about someone who had a rough night on defense, it's Hayskinen. I mean, he had a point that, that's and also he true finishes well. minus two on the night. So he's on the ice for three goals. I mean... He it looked rough for him all around. He couldn't handle the puck. He couldn't skate through the neutral zone really at all. I mean, he had that one one timer shot that was pretty good, but man, I don't know what it was, but he just seemed off. He also played twenty six minutes though. So <laughs> <laughs> and after not playing a game for two and a half weeks, and, yeah. and we we, we got to keep putting this in perspective. These guys haven't played in two and a half weeks, and the rest of the NHL has continued continued on for about a week now. So the fact that that's happened is uh, is remarkable that they the stars were able to win tonight, even if it wasn't yeah. a shootout and get that second point. 
And maybe the thing is that we're finally coming out of our honeymoon phase with Haskinen. You know, <laughs> like the first couple seasons, we're just like, oh, man, this guy's amazing. He doesn't do anything wrong. And I think I might finally be like starting to see when he does mistakes well, instead when of you, just blocking when you, him in my yeah. brain. When you get paid eight plus million dollars, yeah. that tends to happen more. <laughs> that might make people more critical. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, to throw some stats at you guys. Um, Face-off percentage tonight was good for the Stars other than the last two minutes in the third and in overtime. Uh, 60% for the Stars, 40% for the uh, Florida Panthers. Yeah, and it uh, leads directly to two goals like James talked about, which is super important. Right. And then uh, on the power play tonight, one for three for both teams. So the Stars do allow a power play goal, uh, which was the first one, which, you know, again, okay, whatever. It was the first game back. Uh, but they did shut down the other two power plays, and the other two power plays did look better uh, on our penalty kill. And then our power play looked looked decent tonight. It didn't look great, but it looked decent, and we did get a goal tonight. Um, hits for the Stars were 23 in, to 18 for the Florida Panthers. Uh, block shots dead even at 15. Giveaways 14 to 13 in favor of Florida. Um, takeaways for the Stars tonight. I, I don't know if this was a... Uh, like how this stat was taken, but for takeaways for the stars, it was 11 to three, which I don't really see, but you, you know, no, whatever. <laughs> Giveaways and takeaways are. Yeah. Maybe I need, <laughs> maybe we need to look more specifically at what takeaways are, but, but whatever. That's the issue. Giveaways and takeaways are different for every single scorekeeper. Right. It's a yeah, useless so. stat. Anyway, shots on goals for tonight, guys. Uh, 19 to 10 in favor of the Florida Panthers in the first, 20 to 14 in favor of the Stars in the second. So the Stars really feeling it, feeling better about their game in the second period. And then in the third, uh, Stars only get two shots, and one of those goes in from the Bobrovsky turnover. Nine for the Florida Panthers. In OT, it's all Stars. Stars get four shots. Uh, the Panthers get none, even though the Panthers did look like they had their opportunities. And uh, it was a final shot count tonight, 42 to 36 in favor of the Florida Panthers. So uh, great game overall tonight, guys. Um, what What's your biggest takeaway from this game going into the weekend uh, where we're going to see two weird afternoon games for the Stars back-to-back? I hate afternoon games. <laughs> well, and not just that. It's not re even really the afternoon. It's like 30 minutes into the afternoon. It's at 1230. Yeah. That's weird. That's almost morning. Actually, I think they changed the time. It's saying 1 o'clock on the NHL app now. So. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah, they changed it. Either way. Either way, it's a very early game on Saturday, which I hate early games, but whatever. All right, guys. Anything else we need to talk about? I think we hit everything. Offense, good. Defense, bad. Fixed defense, keep offense. Go stars. Hope be good or hope be bad. Hope be okay. Hope be okay. Here for now. now, I think hope be good. He's the only reason we won this game. Because if in mm. that first period, if they had scored more goals, we would have been screwed. The first, That's the me. third, and overtime, he was outstanding. And the shootout. <laughs> we'll give him the shootout too. The second period, oof. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. So, uh, um, can we expect to see Otten during one of these games? Yes. yes. Surely. Maybe both. Surely. Right? Maybe <laughs> we'll both. see. Okay. All right, guys. Um, once again, uh, this is Starcastic Remarks. Thank you guys for listening in. Uh, something I, I always... It's been a while since we've done this too, so I forgot to do this at the beginning. But please make sure you go and use the promo code THPN on the DraftKings app. Um, they are our sponsor for our show, also for the entire 
uh, Hockey Podcast Network. We thank them for their support. Please go and use that promo code once again, THPN, and you get a special offer from them, and that lets them know that we're the ones that sent you, and we get a little bit out of that. So thank you for doing that. Uh, We will be back with you guys again on Saturday and again on Sunday. And uh, anything else you guys want to say? GG boys. GG boys. (laughs) Thank you guys. Uh, You guys have a fantastic evening, morning, whenever you listen to this. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Good night.